Okay, today's Mesilah Yisharim was dedicated to Fuashelema for Nisim ben Rachel and Yosef ben Sarah. Bezat Hashem and the Zichut and Limura Torah and the Tzedakah and the Shomers, these people should have a Refuashelema, the Korav, Mamish. Also, we're doing it in Fuashelema for Esther and Julia. Bezat Hashem and the Zichut and the Torah, the Zichut and the Tzedakah. She should have a speedy recovery. Amen. Okay. Let's see here. So we're up to Nimsa Eta Lamed. Shabalit Hased. Hasidut Amiti. One who wants to be a true Hasid. Sarih Sheeshkol Kol Maasav Lefihat Toldot. Hanim Shachot Mehem. We never make a decision. To do something in the world of Hasidus based on the action itself, being that the action itself is either a Khumrah or a big Inyan or whatever it may be, you always have to think about what's going to come out at the end. Okay? The Tolada. Now, Lefi ha Tenaim ha Metlavim lahem Lefi ha Esu, Lefi ha Chevra, Lefi ha Noisu, Lefi ha Mokum. You have to cheshbon in all these situations before you make that decision. Ve'im ha And if not doing the action of hasidu, tolid yoter kiddushem shamayim, that would bring more kiddush Hashem. Ve'nachat ruach lefanav min And more nachat ruach to Hashem than the action itself. Yifrosh velo yase. You back off and you don't do it. Oi. The Maisa by itself, the Etzav seems to be good. And everything goes after the end. That's what he's saying. Now, this is a big Chidush because. It's a big concept. Rabbi Isaac Sher has an arichus on it. We know that there's a concept called Averal Deshma. It means even in the world of mitzvahs and Averis, there's a concept also looking at the end result. Avera Lishma. If you're doing an Avera Lishma for the outcome, that makes it a mitzvah. And we know that the klal is that once the Torah was given to us, we have no right to make that kind of hashbon. Right? Yaakov Avinu married two sisters based on a cheshbin of what he understood. And he did the right thing. But once the Torah is given, can't make those kind of cheshbon on. You see, by Cheskyoh HaMelech, he knew that he was going to have a son, Menashe, who was a big rasha. And for that reason, he didn't want to get married. And Yeshaya Novi came to me, told him he's going to die. And he kept Shidrachmon Alamali, where you're getting involved in Hashem's Cheshboinus. You have a chiyu, a mitzvah perurvu, and that's it, right? So even though when it comes to mitzvahs and averus and halacha, you're not allowed to make those kind of Cheshbonot. You can't make Cheshbonot of outcomes. You have to do what you have to do. Even though the outcome could be bad. Right? Like we learned earlier. The guy's doing a mitzvah and people are making fun of him. It's a bad outcome. 
till Hashem is coming out of it. It's not your business. You have to do what the halacha is. So even though that was the Gzeris HaKosav, that once the Torah is given to us, we have no right to make a cheshbin of what's the outcome. The Messiah Hashem is telling us the Chiddush, that when it comes to the world of Hasidus, we still work with those klolom, the outcome. And that means that you can even do a bad thing if the outcome is good. That means that the din of Aver Lashma applies to Hasidus. Not to halacha. There's a big arichas in Rabbi Isaac Shen, a sefer, like a tzichot Musa, talks about, but that's basically what the Messiah Shalom says, black and white. He says, he says, you could have a maisa acher ra, the mar isoy, the action in itself is bad, the toiv but a good thing can come out from it. Hakol hoilech achar achitum, everything goes after the end, and after what comes out. So this shows us that the whole Yisoyed of Hasidus is Shikal Adas. Everything is Shikal Adas. You need a big head to be able to cheshmenoise these type of things. Okay? You have to have a good head for this. This is part of what a person gains when he learns how to learn. It's a very important thing. In our lives, we have to make decisions constantly. Always. And a person needs to have a Seichel yoshar and a late Maven, obviously without Nagiyas, and he has to understand the thinking and the dot of Torah in order to be able to do these kind of things. Right? And one of the byproducts of learning how to learn the Iyun, and to learn how to make Shikul Hadas and a Sugya, so that helps you in life, how to make shikul adas in life. You understand? Besides for the fact that a person who's a yeshiva boy, ben Torah, has to learn Musa, has to learn Yerushamayim, he has to learn Midas, Tikkun Midas, he has to learn shikul adas. A person is preparing himself for life. Your first seder is much bigger than first seder. Because it's preparing you for life. Of course, first seder is very important. The hours you're spending on the Gemara is very important. The understanding of the sugya in front of you is very important. But there's something much deeper going on at that time. That's called the development of the human being. In the agav, the development of human being is taking place. And you cannot develop a human being if you don't do this hard work. You follow? So we have to realize that there's a much more bigger thing going on when we learn that we have to push ourselves you have to know also, I tell this to Bochum all the time, that in life you need to be a responsible person. You have to be able to deal with discomforts. There's a lot of things in life that you need, right? And the basic training for that happens in yeshiva when you have to deal with roommates, when you have to come to Seder on time, even when it's not Geshmach, you have to shtel to the master, right? Realize, instead of seeing it as difficulties and a pain in the neck and the problems and the disadvantages of the demands of being part of a social network or yeshiva or the demands of society, right? Sometimes people focus on that to be an extremely difficult thing to do. And it is difficult. However, the person perceives it in a way that he's developing self and preparing himself at the kalim of life, 
then it's a whole different approach. You can deal with it because you're investing in something much bigger. And that's part of life is making decisions, good decisions, decisions that are based not on your negis. You have to learn how to do that. You have to be looking for the emet, even though sometimes the emet is not so fun. But that's part of the avoid, okay? Mishkalach hasimus. Now, so up to the last paragraph. Actually, a few more lines. There's endless amount of details in this. I'm giving you the klolim, says the Masil Zashar. Once you have the klolim, you'll be able to apply the fundamentals. We have a special siyat in the Shemaya when a person wants to use his mind to serve Hashem properly. Okay? So this is, you see clearly that this is an avoid of Seichel. Avoid of Seichel starts at a very, very early stage in your life. Way before Torah. We learned this from Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu, for 75 years, he was working on what we call Avodat HaSechem. After he was Zoycha to work through Avodat HaSechem, Hashem began a new set of growth process called the Avodat Emunah, Da'at Torah. He built it to another whole level, right? But before Hashem revealed himself to Avram, what was Avram working? Avram was working Avodat HaSechem. Because the Sechel of the Odom is the Tzalem Alekim. So there is a seichel in the person, right? So the altar in some place says that we also have this work in ourselves. You want to be zocher to the higher understanding, to the deeper understanding. Let's see how you do with the seichel. You follow? So let's say all your friends are smoking, right? And you also want to smoke because it's cool, it's kishmak, whatever it is, right? And then the question is, are you going to listen to your seichel or you're not going to? Right? All these type of things. That's called avoidus hasechel. You're going to do what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. Sechel be'etzim is an independent thing. You understand? And are you able to be independent enough to follow the dictatorship of your thinking? That's a big step in life. It's not a small step. Only then, if you're able to be mechunach, obviously slow, you have to mechanach yourself slowly. But only when you're mechunach, and listening to your seichel, hayoshar, will you be mechunach to listen to da'at Torah too? You follow? When you're not mechunach to even listen to your seichel, hayoshar, then you're not going to get to that either. So it's a big process. There's a letter somewhere where Rabbi Rucham writes, Torah mevili dezihirut, simply simple pashup shah, and Torah mevili dezihirut means that you become learned in what's bad and what's good. Right? But one of the nakudas Rabbi Yucham writes in the letters that Torah maybe there's the hearers means that it gives you a thinking process. Torah, when you learn Torah, it teaches you how to think. And when you learn how to think, and you learn how to follow the dictatorship of mind over the urges of your body, that's a, that's a work, a development of a human being, and that's what life's all about. That type of development, okay? Now he finishes like this. There's a story in the Gemara and Brochus about Reb Tarfin. That's going to prove the point. So we know there's a machloket between Bet Shamai and Bet Hillel 
regarding Kriya Shema. So Beishamai holds that in the daytime you have to stand when you say Kriya Shema, and then in the nighttime you have to lie down. So the truth of how you say Krishna is like that. Basil disagrees and he says Shah only means There was many machlaikas in between Bishama and Basil. But there were Kiveya, the Halacha, Ladoris is like Basil. Came along Rab Tarfin, and Rab Tarfin wanted to do a Khumra. I mean, since Beis Hillel holds, you're allowed to be lying down also when you say Krishna. It's okay. Not against it. Because of whatever, whatever you want to do. Right? So, why not be Machmir like Beis Shammai and be Mekayim Shnei? It's a good Zach. That's what he held. Right? So it was Machmir Lahatis Beis Shammai. And then it says that he would put himself into Sakona. You have to know, again, this is a Gemara with Roshonim, Achronim, and Poiskim. It's a big sugya. Not such a simple sugya. But simply, he wasn't putting himself directly into Sakana. But since he was traveling in a place where it's Shechichi listed, and the faster he gets out of there, the better it is. So by getting off his animal and lying down on the floor in itself is dangerous. And therefore, they told him, Kedai ha'isa lochu so the dogish seems to be not that he went connected halacha, but the point is that he went connected base hilla. Okay, and he's going to explain why. Means like this: that be'etzem chasidus is mechayiv people to go lechumra, and technically, whenever there's a machlokes, even if the halacha is like the mekel. Chassidus is mechayev a person to go lechum, even though that in itself is not so pasha. There's a Yerushalmi that says that a person who's potter from something and he does it is called a hediot. That means there's no need to be machmir. It's worse. A chassan is potter from kriyashma, and if he goes and he does it, he's machmir. He's a hediot, which becomes a major tumult amongst the poiskim. If that klal applies to when there's a machlekes, if doing like the divrei hamachmer, even though the halachas can like the divrei hamekel, is that called a hediot or not? Right? It's a massive shmuz when this applies, when this doesn't apply, how it applies. But I'll call him, in general, there's for sure a makam to be machmer in the world of chasidus. Okay? For sure. Now, some actually learn over here, seems like from the goyim, that the problem with, Beish, with Rabtar from going like Beishamai was because of this problem of Nikra Hedyit. Since Beishamai, the Mokamei Silo, is not a lot, it's nothing. Right? So Mela, stop like a head. Again, it's a very complicated circuit when yeah, when no. I don't want to go into the whole halachic discourse. But we'll see how the Messiah Sasharim understood this circuit. But it sounds like the Dugish is not because Going lechumra is be'etzim a problem. It's not. As if there's a machlek, it's a poiskim. You could go lechumra. The problem was going against base hilla. He's going to masbe what it is. Vizeh she'inyan machlek is be'shama be'sil inyan covid liyisrael. It was a big problem in klal yisrael. This machlek is me'a machlek is like a doilish rob sebeinayim. 
Soif Soif Nigma Shalocha Kebeis Hillel La Oilam. It's interesting. Dogish and the Lashon from the Masils Hashem says La Oilam. Right? In a Kiyuma Shal Torish Gemadinza Yishar Bechol Toikif La Adul Olme Oilame. Someone will be medayik in the Masils Hashem. I'm not sure yet if it's a good deal or not. I have to think about it. That Arizal says that the Halach is going to be like Beishamai the Moisa Moshiach. Someone will be medayik the Masils Hashem is Choylek. He says, Halacha kebeisilo la'oilom. La'oilom la'olmei o'ilomim. I'm not sure if it's a good diak. <coughs> but Al-Koponim, they, they had to establish it. It was something that needed to be established. It wasn't stam, a machlek is a two, two poiskim, in an isolated case, and in this case we happen to pass him like this one, and maybe in other machleks and we pass him like the other one. It's not, that's something that's not... Machlegas Beisham Beishilo was more of a fundamental approach to Kolotar Kul. That's that. It wasn't like Punk the Grada argued on 50 things. It was not, that's not the point. Much deeper than that. Beishamai had a Mahalach in how to approach Kol Hatar Kul. In the Svarim it says that it's based on the Shoresh of Beishamai. The Shoresh and the Shom Beishamai is Din. And therefore they had a certain approach in Kol HaTayrukula had to see up the Halacha. Right? The Gemara says they were, they were Kharifi today. They were much sharper, much more Iyun. Right? It doesn't mean that Basil didn't have Iyun. It was more like a sheep that had to learn. It wasn't Islam that had better brains. It's not Peshat in the Gemara. And when it says that the Halacha is like Basilel because Basilel was that onov, right? He had like a certain tchunas hanefesh. It doesn't mean that he, that, that Beishamai didn't have a tchunas hanefesh. It means that Beis Hillel had a derech in learning that had to do with a certain yashras halev. It's a very deep subject. Also not for today. But this, we're talking about approaches here. We're not stop talking about uh, a punkt machloikis in the Gemara. And being that it was such a fundamental machloikas uh, between them and approaches, and based on the Tchunas HaNefesh and Shorish HaNeshama, very deep stuff going on here, the problem is it's going to make a split in Klal Yisrael. Because either we're going to follow the Anhogah for Beisham, we're going to follow the Anhogah for It's going to be a big, big come out. You're going to have two Torahs in Klal Yisrael. The camps, two camps. So it's a much more fundamental problem. On that, he says, since they were kiveya, that the halachas in a kiyuma shel Torah, the existence of proper Torah and Klal Yisrael, shegemar din zei yishayir bechol toikif laad v'lo olmei olam, that it should stay that way, v'lo yechlash v'shum ponim, and it should never be weakened. Shelo yitaseh Torah chas v'sholom kishtei Torahs, that it shouldn't be two religions almost. Right? Over here, Hasidus dictates that even if you're going Lakula, it is better. Why? Because then otherwise you're going to ruin it for the world. You're going to show that Beishel is all. Beishel is Mahalach. You can't show that Beishel is Mahalach. So it comes out that the reason why the Chacham told him Kedai Yisro Lachub Ba'atz Mecho 
was because, not because he was being machmer la'alocha, it's because he was making a danger for Klal Yisrael. He was doing a dangerous thing for Klal Yisrael. And again, here's another example of Hasidus looking at the toiloda, not the actual thing you're doing. The actual thing you're doing is Allah, is machmer, gewaltig. But you see, you have to look at the toiloda. So in a certain sense, just want to bring it out in like this terms for a second. That means every human being has two responsibilities going on at the same time. He has a responsibility for self, self-development, but he also has responsibility of the world. He always has to realize he's bigger than himself. So in the Cheshman of Debriya, he has to calculate a lot of things called Kavit Shemayim, other people sinning. He has to bring into the calculation others. That's the, we have to deal with that because there is a selfishness in a human being. And the selfishness of the human being, even in spirituality, makes him focus only on his own growth. He doesn't see the bigger picture. He has to always have in the mind the bigger picture. So like we said earlier, where the guy was running to carry the Aaron, because more schar. Schar doesn't stop mean like a, you get paid. Schar means you have more shlemus. More dveikus. He was running because he was focused on shlemus vedveikus. Not stam uh, to get like paid. Follow? But that was like a narrow thinking. Shlemus vedveikus. But now Hashem wants you to think about the bigger picture. And you're sacrificing, so to speak, your own shlemus vedveikus for the bigger picture. It takes a lot of needus to be able to do that. It's a self-sacrifice in your own avoidah. You find... You want to hear something not shy. It says, before Hashem uh, destroyed Sidom, He says, let me say it over, let me tell it to Abraham Avinu. Am I going to hold back from Abraham? What am I going to do, right? So the Chassam Seifa has a tickle over there. And he says like this, Avraham Avinu, Be'etzem, made a very big sacrifice in life. And again, this is not a local of you have to talk to your Rebbeim. I'm just trying to spread a point. Avraham Avinu made a big sacrifice in life. You know what he did? For him to become a prophet, if you remember, we learned earlier in Masil Sashram, there's a big thing called his boidigus, to be away from the people, away from the world. Precious Olam to live in a world of thinking about Hashem and of self-avoiding. And Avram Avinu could have became a prophet through that work, right? Instead, Avram Avinu sacrificed prophecy, which is one of the greatest levels you could reach. For what? To spread Hashem's name around the world. And therefore, what? He had to be involved with the bums. He had to argue with people in Kfira. You know what I'm saying? He had to have people coming to his house and he had to handle with the wealth. So his work was counterproductive to his own growth. And he did that, why? Because he did it for Hashem. So Hashem says, he took away his avoid of self to become a Navi, to do for me. He's not going to lose out for that. I'm going to make him a Navi anyway. You understand? But you see this unbelievable thing, 
how Avram Avinu always had the main thing in the mind is the Ratzon Hashem. The Ratzon Hashem is that people should be Vayikra B'Shem Hashem. I myself, Ratzon Hashem is also that I should grow. He wants me to grow. Nevuah means you reach the epitome of growth. The Ratzon Hashem is also that I should grow. But also you should grow, but in that you have to cheshmer this too. Now how to make those cheshmeres? Again, you have to have a Rebbe to teach you how to do that. Should I go around teaching kids all day? Or should I sit by the Gemara Shtai? But it's still a Shailah. It doesn't necessarily mean that the answer of the Shailah is going to be that you should learn with Shmachar guys and not work on yourself. Maybe not. In your situation, may not, that may not be the answer. But the Shailah has to be asked because you have to be thinking about things other than yourself. You know, that's a very deep thing that's coming out from there. And a lot of times we get caught up in good projects and good things, but we don't think. Like the Moshe, there was a Maisa by the Chofetz Chaim. Unbelievable Maisa, the Chofetz Chaim, who loved mitzvahs more than anybody in this world, right? And there was a situation once that they had no lulav in etrog. Okay? They only had one. They were able to get a hold of one lulav in etrog. So, obviously they have to pass it around, and everybody gets a chance to be Mekayim the Mitzvah, right? But who's going to hold the Lulav and Etrog by Halel, to do the Nanuim? So they wanted Mechabit the Chofetz Chaim to do it. Chofetz Chaim, it's Chofetz Chaim wouldn't take it. Why? He says, because maybe there are other Loimdim and other Tamidah Chacham that feel they're worthy, and they're going to have a Kapeda, they're going to feel Chalishas Hadas. Right? So, Nanuim is an Indian. But causing someone pain is a Daraisa. See how he thinks? It's a different way of thinking. You understand? You know, and Chofetz Chaim understood the Kabbalistic uh, ramifications of Nanuim. Trust me. He knew exactly what Nanuim is and what it brings. But, you have a different head. You know, another mice, a quick mice with Chofetz Chaim. There was, there's a big uh, machlaikis about tchelis and tzitzis, you know, we hold there's no tchelis today. But there is a chasidus that believes they have a messiah to, to wear tchelis on the begadim, on the tzitzis, right? Kids said there was a person from that chasidus who passed away, usually they wrapped the person in his talus. Well, they broke out a big fight because, on the other hand, it makes a design to other mason. Because this mace, you, you, you bury him with tchelis, and then I with tchelis, you know. So Shabbos, you machabed this mace at the expense of Mavazah, the other mace, and it became a massive fight, massive war. And they came to the Chavetz Chaim, and the Chavetz Chaim said, he doesn't understand. Machlekes is the Yisad Araisa. So Shabbos, covered mace, covered this mace, you know. But that you handle, so, so you lose yourself. People lose themselves. Sometimes without seeing the bigger picture. Very easy for a person to lose himself. It was a Maisa once from Chaim Velozhener, where there was a Shailab in the Gay, a certain, uh, like, uh, a rabbi who used to check the animals after the, the Shailab, he was checking the Raya properly or not, which was a Durabonon. And, but it turned into a massive Machlaikas. And again, Chaim Velozhener said the same concept, like, you gotta see what you're dealing with. You understand? And a lot of times we're like that. We want to do mitzvahs, unbelievable mitzvahs, but we forget how many people's expense we're doing here. You know, when you're married and you want to do all kinds of chesed and good things, and then your wife is waiting for you at home 
not so posh it, you know, you have to know how to do that type of stuff. She has to feel involved with her rishus. Right? A million times we do things, mitzvahs, mitzvahs on our parents' cheshman, mitzvahs on our siblings' cheshman, mitzvahs on our wife's cheshman. You have to think. The person has to think. That's one of the big things that we're learning here at Mishkal Hasidus. We'll stop here for today.